It's hard to believe that we're into episode 26 of Try Talk SA, which means 26 weeks old, exactly six months. Uh, this podcast has aged since uh, I launched it, and I want to thank you uh, for listening and downloading this podcast. The response has been phenomenal. The numbers keep growing, and that's what keeps me fired up to keep providing uh, this information to you. And as I said in the beginning, when I started the show, it's always going to be free, never going to charge you, the triathlete, for it. So uh, I'm really glad you are enjoying it, and I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, like you have absolutely no idea. All the share and likes on Facebook and tweets, uh, as well as the emails I receive from, from you. Uh, almost on a, on a weekly basis, I get some really cool emails, and I want to thank you uh, for all your kind words. Uh, it's amazing how much I love doing this. I've met so many of you as well uh, in the last six months at various races and events, and uh, I just hope it continues. I really do enjoy doing it, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as, as I enjoy putting these things together. But uh, enough of me rambling on and waxing lyrical about how much I enjoy spending time with you on these podcasts. Things sounding slightly different uh, this week and probably going to sound slightly different for the next few weeks. I've uh, been on the road. Uh, I mentioned in, in my last newsletter that uh, I've been on the road quite a bit the last few weeks, pretty much since the week before 70.3. And uh, yeah, things not letting up. I'm recording this podcast as we speak uh, in a hotel room in Margate. So uh, yeah, it sounds slightly different, but hopefully it uh, all makes sense. And and uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool and interesting doing these things on the road, going to be on the road for the next few weeks. Uh, and yeah, doing some work for the Comrades Marathon. We're doing a series of road shows around the country, just chatting to people about Comrades and uh, getting them sucked in, so to speak, and uh, just providing them with a whole bunch of info and telling some cool stories. So uh, if you are planning on running Comrades and you haven't checked out our sister podcast, Run Talk SA, uh, I'd suggest you do. We, we've got some cool running content on that podcast, and that's Run Talk SA. We also host a series of Comrades webinars. The next one's coming up on Monday, the 10th of February, uh, that uh, really help you with your training, what you should be doing right now, what you should be focusing on the next four weeks. Uh, and then, yeah, we do a, a pretty cool Q&A. So if you've got any questions about Comrades, uh, you can ask them on those webinars as well. So go check it out, runtalksa.co.za. Let's get to the business of this week's show, though. Uh, in just over a week from now, down in Cape Town, the next leg of the 11 Global Triathlon Series heads to Big Bay in Cape Town, and we chat to uh, the race organizer, Ryan Landy, who is uh, in Atlanta, Georgia at the moment. He heads to South Africa this coming weekend, and we touch base with him to find out what you can expect, where you can enter, find out a little bit about the route, and uh, also chat about the ITU Sprint Triathlon Africa Cup that's taking place in conjunction with that 11 Global. Some big names racing in Cape Town next weekend. Uh, you can see the likes of Richard Murray taking on Henry Skuman, uh, Vickers Weber, who won the 11 Global in Sun City in November last year. He actually won the 11 squared, both the races up there, so he'll be racing. Uh, on the girls' side, Kate Roberts, double Olympian, is going to be racing as well. So looking forward to catching up with Kate down in Cape Town. And hopefully with you, I'm going to be the race uh, announcer that weekend as well so uh, if you are going to be in Big Bay or if you're going to be in the area maybe you're not racing and you just want to pop by and watch please come and say how's it uh, I just love meeting the Tri Talk SA community you guys are amazing uh, so yeah come say hi introduce yourself and, and yeah let's catch up I really do enjoy it and we also this week uh, touched base with uh, Stacey Reebok who we've chatted to before on Tri Talk SA, but in a, in a business capacity. We chatted about her role at First Ascent to have introduced some new tri suits and tri gear. 
But Stace has got an amazing story, and uh, she took part in her third Ironman 70.3 last weekend, and she's failed on her first two attempts, but I'm so chuffed for Stacey and, and all the hard work she's put in. She completed her first Ironman 70.3 last week Sunday. I was there when she crossed the finish line, and uh, just the elation on her face and seeing her family and friends supporting her was was awesome. So I thought I'd, I'd bring her on the show this week just to chat a little bit about the journey and some things she's done differently uh, in this one that uh, perhaps contributed to success as opposed to the first two. So it was an awesome chat with Stacey. And, uh, as always, if you want to be in touch, please do. The email address you can email us on is podcast at trytalksa.coza. You can also tweet us at trytalksa or if you want, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, just go to facebook.com forward slash trytalksa. Let's get straight into this week's show. It's almost a happy birthday, but another six months to go and we turn one halfway there. Here's this week's show. Well, it's uh, over a week ago since uh, we took part in the Ironman 70.3 at Buffalo City. If you were down there and you uh, listened to last week's show, we caught up with uh, a couple of people who have really cool stories. And this week we catch up with another one, and uh, one that I'm really, really chuffed about. Uh, Stacey Reebok, who we've spoken to on Try Talk SA uh, before, but uh, that was more on a professional a professional level about what you're doing at First Ascent. But uh, I wanted to catch up with you today from a personal perspective. Stacey, you, you completed, you finished your first 70.3 last weekend, but it was your third attempt, and I, and I want to personally say congratulations. You must be super, super chuffed. Thanks, Brad. I am. I just, it's two times a charm, and I'm absolutely over the moon. Yeah, I mean, Stace, I saw you out on course a couple of times during the day, and, and I actually saw your dad out there as well, and, and he was just beaming. It was like, uh, I mean, it was awesome, awesome to see, and, and seeing you cross that finish line, obviously I knew your, your journey. I don't think too many people who were there watching at the time knew it, but, uh, I mean, just total, total elation. How's the body feeling? Have you, have you recovered, or are you still on that high that you, you, you don't even feel the body anymore? I'm totally still on a high. I think only for a day or two, I was a little bit sick. But um, besides a few kind of scrapes and bruises here and there, I'm actually I'm actually completely back to normal and kind of ready to go for the for the next the next chapter. But still reliving the the awesome sort of euphoria that was felt for sure. Stace, your, your story is really cool. I mean, it's I, I just love stories of perseverance. I think it it just shows serious character. And what kept you going? I mean, the last two years were pretty tough, having having failed twice. I mean, it, it takes it takes a bit of guts to go back for number three, knowing that there's a possibility you might fail again. I know you put in put in lots of hard work, but but what was it that kept you coming back? I don't know. It's, it's difficult to kind of put in words, but they, I think a lot of people agree with me. There's just there's something incredibly special about that event. Um, and having been sort of someone that read about it and decided on a whim to do this, like this thing called 70.3, like never having ever done a triathlon, um, I think the event had this sort of mystery around it. And I just, it was one of those things that you, you can't kind of fail and not go back because it was just too special to kind of not go back and, and finish it. And I think there's something completely mystical about that red carpet. And I, I know 2,300 other people will agree with me on that one. Um, you just, you, it's just, you can't not go back until you, until you kind of got that medal. So that's you, what kept me, kept me going. Fantastic. I mean, it's also an interesting one with regards to just the, the, the route in that in, in, in East London. I mean, it's one of the, the toughest 70.3s around that, that bike course is, is brutal. We chatted about it a lot in the build-up. Uh, 
you said to me after after the race when I when I said congrats, you said never again. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Have you had a rethink on that? And are you planning next year's trip already? Um, yeah, I think it was funny enough. Everyone has said to said to me like are you going back and I just literally the first words I spoke as I crossed the line um, hugging my two friends was never again and I think obviously just in the moment I was absolutely dead and it'd been something ridiculous like eight hours and 17 minutes so um, I think yeah set in the spur of the moment I think what is really nice is that it's just sort of taken a lot of pressure off my shoulders so I was never not going to go back until I got the medal whether that took you know two, three, ten years, it was always going to be a go back every year until you finish. Um, now that obviously I've finished, it's just, it allows a little bit of that pressure to kind of be alleviated, so there's always the, the option, but um, I'm one of those true FOMO sufferers, and I think um, I think I, I will, you'll probably most likely see me on the start line next year, and it's, it's always good, because you, you go back and you finish, but then there's, there's a new goal, so it's a new time, or, or to sort of better yourself in some way year on year, so I think... Um, I think I'm not done with that race just yet. I think I've still got a bit to conquer, um, but I'm just glad that once and for all I got to got to, to give that bike course a bit of stick like it's given me in the last few years. So, so you'll, you'll most likely see me in, in 2015. Stacey, what have you done differently this year to the to the previous two years to to allow you to succeed? I think, Brad, I, I started off like I said as a complete rookie. So I'd run for about two or three years and. I was reading a magazine and I saw the story about Ironman 70.3 was actually, to be honest, like no real idea about what this event entailed. And then and there, I kind of, I'm the kind of person that I didn't say, oh, let me start slowly and I'll do a track on and see how it goes. I had in my head from the minute I read this article, I've got to do Ironman 70.3. And I think I was just, I was, an, I was a complete newbie. I hadn't ridden a bike since I was a kid. Um, I hadn't swum since school days, um, things like that. So I think I just, I was a complete newbie. And I think in the first two years, it just, it took me a while to get my cycling legs, if anything, just to get confidence. I think something like cycling is incredibly intimidating. Um, so, you know, what I did differently this year compared to my first year was that I was just a lot more confident. I'd put in the hours on the bike. I'd, you know, kind of got through a lot of the, that fear. And I think that that was a big factor in me kind of doing things differently this year. And I mean, I might not necessarily have trained a whole lot harder. I was just, I think, emotionally, you kind of also grow over, over the years. So that's why I think, I hopefully like my story kind of shows people who might have just done this for the first time this year and possibly not made the cut off that it just, it also t- give yourself time. And I think the event, it's worth it. So, you know, stick it out for the long run and I think I just went in with a lot less pressure on my shoulders as well and it's um, the support of having my training friends and my family and, and things like that and, and support from people from, from people all over kind of made the difference this year so yeah. I got to, got to the red carpet finally those training friends uh, you train with uh, Steve Atwell and the guys from Embark down in Cape Town I mean, for for someone who who's not too familiar with with Embark and uh, and perhaps are from a different part of the country, there were so many of you out on 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 the course last week Sunday. It was amazing to see. But how important has it been to be in a structure like that? Uh, how, how important has it been for you in the build up to this? Um, absolutely, probably the key the key thing. I'm I'm the kind of person that I really struggle to train on my own. Um, I need motivation but at the end of the day like training with a group for an event like this is absolutely important um it's just it's just incredibly tough you training swim bike run it's 
countless hours. It, it's funny, but you end up spending more time with your training friends or more time training than you do sort of with your family. So they become your family. They see you at your best. They see you at your worst. They see you at the highs and they see you at the lows. So I think for me, it was absolutely key. You need guidance. You need support. And at the end of the day, it's just that's what it's about. It's the journey. So, you know, the first two times that, that race day didn't pan out as I'd wanted, it had been a six-month journey with friends, with friends, with training partners, with the group. And I think anyone that's new to the sport or is intimidated, the group training is, is the way to go. And I think because at the end of the day, you'll walk away with a medal, yes, but you also walk away with absolutely incredible friends and amazing stories. I mean, just friends alone who crossed the finish line on, you know, on the 26th, it's just... It's incredible. It's incredibly inspiring to be around. So from my perspective, and for anyone who's new to the sport or wanting to do it, there's group elements a way to go. And I found a lot of success with with Stephen and Bark, and I walk away with lifelong friends. So so I think from from my point of view, it's, it's incredibly important. Yeah, Stace, I mean, I, I was just watching the way the guys and girls from Embark after the race were sort of cheering all their mates on. It, it, it seems like it's an amazing, amazing environment to be involved in. I mean, I'm not involved in any clubs by any stretch. I'd love to be, but uh, unfortunately, sort of where I am, there's no sort of big groups that train together, so I need to do all, all my yeah. sort of stuff on my own. I mean, I love I love this this community, the Tri-Talk SA community. It's, uh, I mean, even though we're not all in the same place, the guys are just really sort of encouraging, and, and I get that sort of sense from embark i mean it's a, it's an amazing bunch of people i've met a few of you guys and and i just think it, it it seems like a really fun environment to be in it is i mean it's it's hilarious but like the stories of just our training friends were incredible you know i was i was on the course with, with friends who also hadn't made the cutoff last year and it was just a matter it was like we we ran that course and we just hugged each other every time we saw someone else from our training group and it was just you know, another friend of mine, Lindsay, she, she finished her journey, which she started sort of six months ago, and, you know, five years ago, she, she had a heart attack. So, you know, her doctor said, oh, you'd never, you'd never, you know, it's a dream. Don't ever think that you can do that. It's just, it's not possible. Um, and there she is kind of day in and day out at training. And when she crossed the finish line, I think we just all went absolutely crazy because it just, it just shows you that you can do anything. And I think the stories that came out just from my training friends alone, and I can imagine from, from everyone else's stories, that that's kind of what makes the sport sport and the community so special. You know, it's not just another it's not just another race and another weekend. It's just you build up to this incredible journey, and I think that's the big thing. Race day is amazing, but it's the journey leading up to race day because it just takes every little bit of heart and soul to get there. So I think that's why... Like programs like Embark and, and races like Sydney Point Three and, and communities like our tri community is just so special um, and a privilege to be a part of. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I asked you if you're going back to, to Seventy Point Three, but before then, I mean that's a year away. What's what's next on the cards for for Stacey Reba? Um, been a bit lazy, I'll admit that um, for a week or two, but um, got so much on the cards um, got Xterra Light coming up with um, a couple of the girls from the office uh, a lot of with a whole group of us um, we all doing August um, again it's with a whole group of girls from the office all doing their first August so it's quite special to, to kind of go along their journeys as well we've got Xterra we've got August Oceans you know perhaps Neisner nothing sort of too big on the cards just yet but um, but just again just enjoying enjoying the events and the, the training and the people that that I 
had the privilege of doing these things with. So a couple of fun things on the cards. And then, yeah, I mean, I suppose in August, we'll most likely be looking up to, to build up the 70.2 again and long-term plans, perhaps perhaps the design that. I think that's in the back of my head. But again, got, got enough time and I want to, you know, give that journey as much sort of, much as I can. So that, that's in the long term. But otherwise, just looking to have a bit of fun as usual and, um, and get out there really. Fantastic. Stacey Rewalk, thank you so much for your time. I'll definitely see you down uh, at the Argus and Oceans as well. I'll be heading down to Cape Town for those. If not before then, uh, we'll see you then. Great. Thanks so much, Brad, and chat soon. We head to Atlanta, Georgia now on Tri Talk SA, and it's our second time on the show. Ryan Landy, welcome back onto the show. It's great to catch up. Yeah, hey Brad, how are you doing? It's great to be chatting to you again. Yeah, I can tell you the weather where you are is a lot worse than where we are at the moment. Uh, you guys have been battling with a bit of cold, but uh, here in sunny South Africa, good news is you're heading here soon, uh, because uh, next week, Sunday, is the uh, ITU Sprint Triathlon Africa Cup uh, that's taking place in Bloberg in Cape Town, and uh, you the organiser, and, and you're heading out to put this race on. Ryan, in, it's, it's part of the 11 Global Series as well. You were out in November for the one in Sun City, which was a, an awesome success and a great race. How long has Cape Town been on the, on the triathlon calendar now? Yeah, great. Um, I'm really looking forward to heading to Cape Town and get some warmer weather. It's been a brutal winter here in Atlanta. So I'm really looking forward to coming uh, and thawing out. Um, Cape Town has been, this is going to be our sixth year in Cape Town. Um, and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, and um, should be a real cracking race together with the uh, ATU uh, Sprint Cup that we're putting on on Sunday, February the 16th. Yeah, Feb the 16th, it's just over a week away. Entries are still open, and you're taking entries quite late as well, up until the day before. So uh, if people are in the Western Cape, or even if they're in Joburg or, or Durban, and they're listening to this and they want to head down and do a, a triathlon in the Mother City, entries are still open. Where can, can people find out more about the race and, and entries and details and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, they can. Uh, the best, best place for all the information is to head to our website, 11global.com. And then select the 11 Cape Town event and uh, the, all the uh, entry links, uh, as well as all the race info that, uh, and maps, as well as triathlon updates, um, where they can stay up to date and get all the info on the race, Brad. And then entries, uh, online entries will close uh, Friday, February the 14th, uh, but we will take uh, late entries on Saturday at Big Bay at uh, registration. So. So the people uh, listening, they want to come and do it at the last minute, they can definitely sign on up and, and come and uh, join us in Cape Town. Oh, I think that's awesome, eh? Entries, online entries close on Friday the 14th. What a great Valentine's Day present for someone you love. What do you reckon, <laughs> Ryan? Sounds like a plan to me, my man. <laughs> I'll get my wife one. I'll get fired. Uh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. Ryan, I mean, we chatted about it the last time we spoke about the 11 Global Series and, and sort of what your plans are, but it's, it's turning into a, a truly sort of global event. You've You've got some amazing races right around the globe. I mentioned Sun City in November. Uh, that was a, a resounding success. I mean, it's that one's billed as Africa's toughest sprint triathlon, and it's uh, I think it probably lives up to its uh, its its name. It was a fantastic weekend up at Sun City, but but uh, I mean, tell us about some of your other races uh, around the world. Yeah, uh, Brad. Actually, um, 
Yeah, we are slowly, um, you know, developing our series uh, where we've got uh, two in South Africa. And um, and then our next event after Cape Town is going to be uh, in Atlanta. Uh, and that's at uh, a great venue. It's uh, called uh, Lake Oconee. It's about an hour's drive east, east of Atlanta. And um, then, unfortunately, we uh, have run into, uh, you know, into uh, some problems uh, where um, we've cancelled our uh, uh, Dubai race uh, as well as our can- Canadian race um, and that was just due to lo- logistical problems uh, so um, you know we have run into into some problems um, with uh, growing growing the series however we are looking to um, to uh, increase our, our footprint uh, globally um, in 2015 so 2014 is going to be a consolidation uh, year for us uh, we are re-looking and revisiting the way um, we are going to um, be expanding our footprint, and we will be coming out with some uh, some great new events in uh, 2015 uh, for all our 11 global uh, race fans out there. Fantastic. Ryan, let's talk a little bit about this ITU Africa Cup that's taking place as part of, of 11 Global in, in Cape Town. Uh, it's, gee, I was looking at, at some of the guys that are, are racing. I know Richard Murray's racing, who was ranked in, in the top 10 in the ITU World Series uh, last season. Kate Roberts, double South African Olympians racing. And it's a big year for these guys as well, because uh, it's obviously Commonwealth Games later on in Glasgow later on this year. How did it come about that you guys ended up hosting this this ITU Africa Cup as part of the Eleven Global Series? Yeah, it came about uh, two years ago. Um, I was approached by uh, Triathlon South Africa, and uh, they uh, were interested in um, in uh, us uh, basically piggybacking off of uh, our event in Cape Town. Um, and so I was uh, really uh, excited about the opportunity to uh, work with Triathlon South Africa in order to organise, uh, you know, such a prestigious e- event for them. And it's great uh, that, you know, this is going to be the third year that that, uh, that we are doing it. It brings uh, world-class uh, athletes, uh, you know, not only to uh, Cape Town but to South Africa and allows uh, South Africa's best athlete, athletes to perform and show the public, you know, what great athletes uh, they are and where they stack up uh, in the world. So, um, you know, it's going to be another great day of, of triathlon racing and, um, you know, we're really looking forward to uh, a, a great uh, competitive uh, um, triathlon on the 16th. Yeah, it's interesting, Ryan. I mean, uh, some of the other guys that are, are taking part and other guys, Vickers Vierbo, who is a youngster who's on the rise. Uh, I mean, Vickers won the, the 11 squared at Sun City, won the sprint on the Saturday and the, uh, the Olympic distance on the Sunday. So, uh, I mean, he's, I know he's, he's got to go in for a bit of an op this week. He's having a problem with, with a, a tooth of his. But uh, if he can recover from the, the anesthetic, and then I think he's in with a great shot. And it's going to be great to see some of the young sort of South Africans that are coming through race against guys like Richard Murray and some of the, the other big names that are coming through as well. Uh, and, and the cool thing is that it's, it's two separate races, if I'm, if I'm correct, that they don't really race with the age groupers and the 11 global. So uh, it's, it's a great chance. It's not often that, that the guys and girls who hang out in the back of the field like I do get to see these guys racing because they normally done way before we finished. And, and here's a chance for you to, to not only do a cool race in Cape Town, but actually get to see some of the, the world superstars in action. Yeah, ex- that's exactly right, Brad. It's a, 
great format in that uh, the races are completely uh, separate. Um, even though they take place on the exact same race course, it's a, a great opportunity for all of our amateur athletes um, uh, to race and then following that event to witness you know, some great uh, professional uh, racing. And, and you're right, it's, it's fantastic to have you know, the likes of Vickers Weber and even Henry Skuman. I, I see he's on the start list uh, to challenge uh, Richard. You know, Richard has really established himself as a, one of the uh, top triathletes in the world. And uh, you know, with uh, Henry and Vickers uh, close behind, it's, it's going to be a fantastic day uh, of, of, of racing. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. As far as the course goes, I mean, I don't know Cape Town that well. Uh, as, as far as the course goes, the, the swim, the bike and the run, where is it happening? How's, how's the course broken up, right? Yeah, so the, the venue is actually uh, at uh, Big Bay, uh, which is a, a fabulous venue. Uh, it really showcases uh, the beauty of, uh, of the Mother City, um, great views of Table Mountain, uh, also, we've got the historic Robin Island uh, really close by in, in clear view. Um, so the the swim is uh, actually uh, within uh, big uh, within uh, Big Bay. So it's um, got, got some natural protection protection from 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 the rocks. Uh, so it's a great safe venue uh, for the athletes uh, to to swim. Uh, it's a, definitely a wetsuit swim. Uh, expect the water temperature to be in the range of 14 degrees Celsius. So definitely on on the chilly side. Um, but then once they've uh, you know once they've exited the water, um, you know it doesn't take too long for them to get onto the bike and start heating up. Uh, it's going to be um, <clears throat> for the uh, ITU guys. It's um, a, a, a two a two lap. Uh, a, uh, two, a big, big part of four, four, uh, five kilometer laps, uh, to make up the 20 Ks. And for the, uh, for the amateurs, for the 11 global competitors, it's, uh, uh three laps of thir- of 13 Ks. Uh, pretty flat, uh, some, some mild little, uh, inclines, but really no heels to, to, to speak of. Um, so it's fast, uh, f- it's going to be real fast and exciting on the bike. And then uh, the run is, as well um, is really pretty flat, so uh, it's going to be a fast and exciting run um, and uh, should make for an exciting uh, finish uh, at the finish line. Sounds brilliant. Uh, Ryan, that website, once again, if people want to find out more, if they want to enter? It's uh, the number 11, so 11global, G-L-O-B-A-L.com, and then just click on the uh, Cape Town uh, link and it'll take you straight to... Uh, uh, to all the necessary info and additional links. What I'll do, Ryan, is I'll link uh, from the show notes of this episode of Try Talk SA straight to that site as well. So if you go to trytalksa.co.za forward slash 26, this is episode 26, uh, you can link straight through. That'll probably be the easiest. You don't need to remember anything else. Uh, Ryan, yeah, I'm looking forward to being down there. I'm going to be, be emceeing it for you guys and, and race commentating on the day. Really looking forward to, to heading down to Cape Town. It's one of my favorite places on the planet. And, and yeah, hopefully we can get uh, tons more people to, to get into the race. Come down. If, if you do see us there, please come say how's it. We, we love uh, meeting people who listen to, to Try Talk SA. And, and Ryan, safe travels to South Africa this weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much, Brad. I really look forward to seeing you guys and being back in uh, beautiful South Africa. And if you want to see what an 11 Global event is all alike, uh, is like, check out the show notes of the show. I'll pop the video in that we did up at Sun City. You can just see it. Well-organized events, uh, great venues, great vibes. So uh, go check it out and definitely into 11global.com is the website.
And as they say in the business, that is a wrap. Thanks to both my guests this week, Stacey Reebok and Ryan Landy, uh, for sharing their time with us. Uh, and yeah, thank you for sharing your time with me. I really do appreciate it. My name is Brad Brown. Before I go, if I could ask you a massive favor, it would uh, really help us if you would uh, head on to iTunes and just leave us a star rating and if you would be so kind a review let us know what you think of the show uh, we're sitting on 10 at the moment but we can do way more than that I know we can I'll report back next week and tell you how many we've got so if you haven't done it yet please do uh, it would really really be appreciated and as always be in touch podcast at trytalksa.coza at trytalksa on twitter and also uh, on facebook just go to facebook.com forward slash try talk essay so until we chat again from a very muggy hotel room in margate uh, i'm not sure where i'll be next week actually i'll be in cape town next week so i'll be doing the show in cape town next week uh and yeah hopefully chatting to a couple of you guys at the 11 global next week sunday the 16th of february and yeah uh, looking forward to it until then have yourself a wonderful week uh, stay safe and we'll chat soon cheers